0: This is episode zero, 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 000015. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Coming to you from the baby pedal nursery in TC Labs. <laughs> it's the tone control.
1: Waveform looked kind of suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, did you speak penis waveform again? <laughs> oh man, yeah. The whoa looked a little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little NSFW. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to need the explicit tag. They always do. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I was thinking earlier. Um, would you ever want to do a soft open to this show? Now
0: that means we just start talking, right?
1: Yeah. Don't we do uh, that? But, no. Well, yeah, but we come in with the intro, like, "Oh, this is." Episode, oh, you mean uh. in the editing? Yeah. Uh, whether, uh, but then I don't. I don't know how to come in later with. with yeah, the episode I mean, name unless we number. just
0: d- dump the episode name in
1: later. Like right? after this, after the music, I don't know. Because I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts that do that, and I like yeah. it. Because they just kind of start, and it's like so off the cuff, and usually it's something kind of funny. And Mm -hmm. then they dive into the show.
0: Yeah. Well, we kind of do that. We just do our little header first. I don't know. Yeah. Because, I mean, basically, it would be sort of the same as what we do, except when I edit, I would just drop the episode name and the music into someplace a little later on, rather than just at the beginning.
1: But I wonder if it would be weird for us to be like bantering and then have it just dive into this is episode zero, so-and-so.
0: I don't know. I don't we, know. We can try it if you want. Have we, have we just tried it?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's, um, we've got... Are you, feel, are you feeling better? I'm I, feeling better. I, oh, I feel 100%. 100%. Yeah. I, I, in you fact, know, I got better right after the show. I think it was the show that made me sick.
1: You heard it here first. <laughs> Tone control. <laughs> Makes you sick. <laughs> Cut all this out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I listened to the last episode uh, when you know when you sent it to me to publish and stuff, and then yep. just today I listened to it again because somebody was talking to me about it, and I was like, man, this is the worst. It was we were sick, and it was just the worst. And all day I was like, I can't wait to do this episode of the show because there's tons of awesome news. Yeah. And I just feel good. Like, <laughs> I right, feel right. better. And I, I think like whoever garbage. listens to this episode 14, the last one, for this, their first episode, it's going to yeah. be like, these guys suck. But what's, <laughs> what's funny, wrong with them?
0: <laughs> what's funny is it actually generated kind of a lot of feedback. I mean, compared to some, like some episodes we do, and, and well, for the longest crickets. time, there was just crickets. But. Yeah. yeah. We got like a bunch of tweets, mostly people just trying to clarify which one of us was sicker, I guess. Or who we are, because we
1: have stopped we saying that.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. The mystery seems to be working for
1: us. <laughs> Should we say <laughs> it our name? encourages names? discussion.
0: <laughs> yeah. We get more tweets when we don't say our names.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's frustrated people asking. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> um, you're Justin Newton.
0: And you're Derek Heidemann.
1: Is that just as confusing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell a guy that I did the intro earlier. Yeah, and that you did the coming to you live from. Right. I was Like, well, now now he's got to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Ugh. Well, we're recording on a Monday because Tuesday didn't work out, but we got we got it in ahead of time now, so we're not going to be wait you know pushing it back a week or something stupid like that. Which and yeah, is better. like
1: I said, lots of cool stuff. Um, oh, just following up from last week. Mm-hmm. Or last whenever. It's not a week, let's be honest. Uh, from the previous episode. Yeah. Um, previously on the Tone Control. <laughs> you get a little sound effect. Oh, like the Law and Order? Dun-dun. Yeah, dun. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> um, the Gibson memory cable is shipping. Now oh, what's the as price? of uh,
0: $99. That is not the price of a... Of a reasonably priced premium guitar cable,
1: still have no idea how long this cable is. Could not find anywhere that that pointed out how long it was. So it must huh. be. I hope it's super long. I hope it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, long. but you know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's probably
0: it's ninety nine bucks. <laughs> they said competitive, you know, or how did they put it? Not competitively priced, but they they said well, it was, uh,
1: yeah, something like that. Uh, well, they said it was it was priced like
0: a, a premium comparatively to comparatively to non recording. Premium audio cables, Meh. Which would, and, uh, that's
1: if you're buying the like ridiculously overpriced monster ones, like that's crazy, right? Uh, and fact, you can play recordings off the cable. Yes. So easy reamping. You're mm-hmm. right.
0: Okay. Now complaints about what they said the price was going to compare to aside, that's that's a cool toy for ninety nine bucks. That's a that's a cool guitar sketchbook recorder reamper. Thing for
1: 99 yep. bucks yep so considering what it does or, and can do for you a mm-hmm. hundred bucks is you know it's walking around money for a lot of people and it's easy to dump that sort of cash into this kind of thing
0: yeah that could save you a lot of time and headache and be a really fun uh thing to play with so it you should not spend that much on a single guitar cable though if you're Absolutely doing that you're not. doing it wrong you have been fooled by the industry into thinking that that is somehow worth it for that, for a really nice cable is somehow worth a hundred bucks. It's not.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then, uh, other, uh, small administrative detail. We got an email from our buddy, John, about M steel strings. Do you have that there?
0: I do. So, uh, John was listening to the podcast where we talked about the M steel that are supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to be made out of something space age or something. And I guess they're supposed to last Mm. longer and be louder. Um, yes So John got some And he tried them out He even recorded a song And uh, he sent us a track and stuff um, And he said that they're still feeling bright and new After two weeks of playing on them Which he says he has greasy fingers So <laughs> <laughs> um, so he feels like they, they last and last And we haven't heard that they've started to die yet I mean, this was 12 days ago um,
1: Yeah I mean, two weeks on standard you know, uncoded, regular old strings. Yeah, I think they um, ought to be feeling kind of dead. I always by remember. Then, right? Yeah, I always remember my instructor saying he changed his strings every two weeks, and he was playing just regular old strings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought that's insane. Like that's <laughs> so much. Well, I don't know if um, you're playing a lot though. Right, and he was, and I was a kid. But yeah, um, you know that's that's good to hear. I guess I wonder. We'll have to follow up with him and see how long they actually last. Right. Right. I, uh,
0: I I, know. I I prodded him a little bit about whether he thought they were any louder, because I think that sounds like Hocus Pocus to me, because they're magnetic right. strings, so why would they be louder unless they generated a stronger magnetic field? Um, so he you know said he couldn't tell. I mean, I, I don't know how you'd tell if they, he they did were say, louder anyway, right?
1: He did say he was playing Cobalt previously, which are also supposed to be louder than the oh, standard really? string. Hmm. Um, the M steels, I think are supposed to be louder still, but kind of not by much. I don't know. I don't really, I play elixirs on everything, so I don't really know, um, how cobalts are supposed to compare, but I remember when the cobalts came out, it was like kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like it could be a good option for somebody who's willing to pay for, you know, a premium price for strings so that they'll last longer, but hates coated strings. I don't know why you would. I
1: don't know. Some people why, don't like them. Why you them. would hate coded... I mean, I've mean, i known people elixir, who
0: tried them and switched back, and they're just like, oh, that coding just bugs me. I can play so much the, better. It feels so much better on these uncoded strings.
1: Hmm. The NanoWeb Elixirs yeah. are... They, they feel a lot like uncoded strings to me.
0: Yeah, it's very thin.
1: I, I play the PolyWebs, but... Um, so like I can tell the difference not just in like the slickness of mm-hmm. polyweb versus nanoweb I think the polyweb feels thicker like it feels like a heavier string even though it isn't
0: yeah well technically what, it is a little bit thicker
1: right right so like what I'm used to playing as quote-unquote tens air quotes yeah uh, are maybe like ten and a halfs <laughs>
0: <laughs> right they're a little thicker although the tension is the same
1: yeah so yeah. once I for a while I I, I tried nanowebs and I was like Wow, these feel like nines. And yeah, it's like nope, they're actually what I'm think yeah. I'm playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all. That's just wanted to follow up.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, and we got a bunch of cool news this week. This week's episode and all the great news and everything is brought to you by Pedal Genie. Pedalgenie.com/slash/tone control. Go there, check it out. You want to do some news?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm in. I, I really do. <laughs> I really do. I really want to talk about analog outfitters.
0: Analog outfitters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wallowing in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is the I coolest sent you this thing. a couple days ago, and yeah. I want to know what you think about it. So, just for uh, the listener, hmm. these guys are making amps out of upcycled Hammond organ parts.
0: Yeah, and and the boxes out of other weird stuff like yeah, old toolboxes, like toolboxes and, uh, and road signs. Road signs, yeah. And cut the metal of a road sign and make it into a box for an amp. Oh,
1: yeah. And some of them are are really nice finished wood. It's they look great. They're mm-hmm. so cool. They're so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so they're recovering all these old Hammond amp parts and building guitar amplifiers, well, you know, instrument amplifiers out of them. I mean, you could. If you've had a right. if anybody's had a cool tube amp, you know you can use it for whatever. Doesn't have to yeah. be just a guitar amp. Um so they have these like vintage spec old transformers and things like that that were from the Hammond amps, and they're just outstanding transformers and it shows when you listen to these amps play, there's like a clarity of articulation to the playing. Yeah. Like all through the and game like a, range. a
1: tightness in the low end too. Yeah.
0: I mean they're powerful it's, and thick, ugh. but the the articulation in the playing and just the note definition um, comes through, like even, you know, low gain, high gain. Like it, it made me think of, I was listening to another podcast that I like to listen to and they, they did a, uh, a compa- a comparison of an, some orange amplifier, some rocker verb or something. Mm-hmm. And they recorded a little piece so that they could reamp the same exact guitar piece of guitar playing through it before and after they did this mod. Um, and they what they did was they replaced all the transformers with, you know, really high-end transformers, better ones than shipped from the factory. And you do get this little bit of, like, the tone isn't different, but it's clearer. Like, the guitar is better, clearer. Yeah. yeah, like, even even all gained out and distorted, like, the sustain is clearer, the noise is lower, like, the amp just loves it. So that's what I thought of when I watched this demo. I was thinking, ah, those are those great, great transformers. It's it's a worthy upgrade to any. Definitely.
1: Amp. So each amp is uniquely constructed, uh, like just with the parts that they have and with the pieces they have to make the enclosure. So like whether it be an old toolbox or a road sign, so they all come out kind of different, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet those ones made out of road signs are tough as hell. Yeah, that's some thick metal. Yeah. Uh, they're making three models right now. So they've got a 15 watt, I think about a 20 watt. These these are all just kind of like, oh, uh, it's about 20 watts or it's uh, it's yeah. about 15 watts. Um, so they've got the organic 15, which is the one that's in the wood enclosure. It's an EL84 driven 15 watt. Uh, similar to a Blackface Deluxe Reverb, they say.
0: Mm-hmm. Loosely based on that.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. We're like, yeah, that's that's how they kind of voice the amp a little bit, right. but it still uses the, the Hammond parts. So mm-hmm. they make uh, the Sarge, which is also EL84-powered, uses a different rectifier tube. I don't really know much about rectifier tubes. Um, my amp doesn't have one.
0: Solid-state rectifier.
1: Yeah, but uh, this is the one that comes in a repurposed metal case, Mm-hmm. And is voiced for like a vintage tweet amp. So kind of still in the fender line of sounds, but you know, a little different. Their their take on it. Right. Uh the repurposed metal case being like a toolbox or a lunchbox type of thing with a mm-hmm. big latch on it. It's cool. You like it looks like a, a lunchbox and you open it to <laughs> open get to the, the amp top. controls. The <laughs> yeah. amp controls
0: and the tubes are in there.
1: Yeah. Pretty sweet. And then the road amp is the one made from road signs. Haha. huh it's super tough, six V six powered, about twenty watts and you know, two rectified. And this is the one that we saw the Pro Guitar Shop demo from. Yeah. I saw anyway. Did you watch that?
0: I did. Oh. It's delicious. Hell, it's
1: just hellish. It's it's the best. <laughs> these guys I think they're kind of making them to order. I'm not sure how big a deal this company is yet, uh-huh. but oh man. Hey, I would love to try one of these out. <laughs> is
0: is the Sarge new? The Sarge, yeah. Okay. So it's the Super Sarge, maybe.
1: Oh, yeah, the super sarge is new.
0: It's a thirty-five watt with four EL eighty-four power
1: tubes. I think it's just a bigger version of the sarge. It's It's very similar.
0: Sarge, yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. So the the rectifier is is part of the power supply. Um, So it kind of decides how quickly the the voltage is going to recover when you when you play a note. It's going to use a bunch of voltage real quick, right? To 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 move that speaker, and the so a solid state rectifier is going to be the fastest. It's going to recover very quickly, whereas tube rectifiers recover more slowly because of the voltage sags in the tube.
1: Right. So I was going to say that's what you you talk about when you talk about sag. Tube that's, sag. That's yeah. What you're yeah. Like
0: amps that have tube rectifiers are going to sound saggier when you strike a note versus when they're quiet. You know. So there's more yeah. squish there, more sort of compression, and it's it's from the power supply. It's not distortion compression. It's um, it's literally just from the f- the power supply, and so different rectifier tubes have different power levels. So the weaker the rectifier, the slow it slower it will recover, and the more squish you'll get. So that's the cool simple version.
1: That's the gist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll link to the Pro Guitar Shop video in the notes. You got to watch this thing. It's it just sounds so cool. It sounds it's just uh, it's the bottom end for me. It's like it's just that yeah. l- that low mids and that really tight thick but base. tight. Yep.
0: Yeah. How um, how pricey are these?
1: Two uh, thousand, yes, three <laughs> thousand. Tell me when to stop. I, I don't know actually. Let's see what pro guitar shop. I know I mean, like you. you have to place an order. Yeah, with them. You you can't just go and buy one. Um, right. The Sarge
0: is going for eight hundred ninety nine. The Super Sarge is going for no fourteen ninety nine, and and here's a here's a uh the Road Amp Head going for eleven ninety nine. That's extremely reasonable. You've got in Never fact mind. now that, that I see the price. Cheap. You've got to to hear these amps um because I don't think you can beat them in that price range.
1: Definitely. And plus wow. the coolness okay. factor uh, all over that. <laughs>
0: wow. I'm impressed. I was expecting to, easily $3,000. Uh,
1: <laughs> Cuz usually
0: too. usually this this handmade stuff like there's you're paying this crazy boutique price, you know,
1: but this is I mean, I wonder if it's the re- repurposed parts. I mean, they're Maybe, maybe
0: they're getting their parts cheap, I guess.
1: Could be. I mean, and then also the the decommissioned road signs, they could just be getting them free or <laughs> dirt cheap. I don't know. Stealing. From the road, they're just taking them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one downstairs. I wonder if I could send it in and have them make an amp.
0: Yeah, can you make me an amp? <laughs>
1: That'd be great.
0: Um, the one, Rock and Roll Vintage in Chicago, those are the prices I was quoting.
1: Nice. Cool. Yeah, not bad at all. So yeah, Analog Outfitters, check them out. Yes. Next. Next up. Next up. Hang on. Let me take a sip of my Shandy. I've been drinking Shandies all week.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what to say about that.
1: It's a beer mixed with grapefruit juice. <laughs> buzz, buzz. That's your brother. Oh, great. <laughs> what does he want? <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave all this in. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. Anyway,
0: the CS Les Paul long scale. Yeah.
1: Gibson is making a Les Paul with a 25 and a half inch scale length. So, what does that, what I'm not sure I get it. What does
0: that change really?
1: I mean, it's the scale length. I mean, it's the length of the neck. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's turned to to different
0: notes. Like, I honestly, I've never understood, like, it, I, I've known that it couldn't be tuned to different notes, so I don't get what does that accomplish.
1: It changes the the looseness of the string. So if it's shorter, Gibson's tend to have a shorter scale mm-hmm. than Fender. I mean, this is all within less than an inch, the difference between these companies usually. Yeah. Um, about. So I think like PRS and Fender and Gibson have kind of set the three main uh, scale lengths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually know what they are usually. Uh, it's something that is just like, oh, you know, I know how a telly feels. I know how a, S- a Les Paul feels, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, this is a, from what I understand, uh, it's longer than traditional Les Pauls. So the strings, I think, will feel tighter at proper tension when tuned to pitch. They recommend, right. or they, they not recommend, but they say tune down, slide, shimmer, and sparkle. So I think it's kind of geared towards some high action, some slide playing, so slide playing has got nothing to do with the scale down, length, but
0: tuned down for a similar tension than you'd have on a,
1: right. On a so shorter scale. yeah, so it looks pretty much just like a regular Les Paul. It's got, um, the split, uh, diamond inlays. Oh yeah. Which is pretty awesome. That's I cool. think those are cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's got new pickups for this model, which is neat. They're calling them custom bookers, which is the best PAF clone Gibson has ever made. Blah. 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 But it's uh, <laughs> is that the name of this episode? <laughs> it might the tone control? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just coming off of our sick episode.
1: Yeah, we're just like totally drunk. <laughs> 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 oh, we're losing listeners. Yep. <laughs> One piece mahogany body, two piece maple top. One piece mahogany neck, you know the usual. Mm-hmm. Looks Comes like they're liking colors.
0: these um, orangey kind of tones.
1: Yeah, you know the usual bursts, gold top, iced tea burst, washed cherry, double bound, which ah, is kind of cool. Neat. That, that's how you got to do it. I like the way the
0: mahogany looks on the edges.
1: Yeah, and you can get these in a uh, in two neck shapes: fifty nine slim, or sorry, fifty nine or slim sixties neck shape. Hmm. So that's kind of neat. If you know, you get your choice of the humongous baseball bat or the nice and slim and fast <laughs> 60s neck,
0: yeah, which is probably more balanced. I've always not loved the balance of less balls, they
1: tend to t- mine has, a, the, has the slim taper. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, whenever I pick it up, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> where has this been all my life? Fast neck. Uh, and so they say it's got piano like bass notes, which I don't really know what that. Is saying, but, uh, saying cause it's still string length is a little bit longer, <laughs> right? Uh, sparkling harmonic clarity, <laughs> characteristic, long scale snap. Yeah. So if you've wanted a Les Paul, but you hate the scale length, well, guess what? You are in luck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: guess what? They <laughs> got your back.
1: Yeah. For $4,800, but Hey, what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> mm. That's a <laughs> yeah. premium
1: guitar premium
0: mm. guitar well that petered out <laughs> <laughs> kind of ran out of energy i think you on can really hour. tell
1: like how we feel about an item based on when we're just like
0: yeah we're not real good yeah you know
1: <laughs> it's that's fine if you're into that
0: well you know we don't i was thinking about this the other day we don't you know we don't get like review units of stuff i mean we nope. haven't ever even when we're talking about these pedals we're reviewing it's because we're getting them from pedal genie so we have no obligation to say anything nice like i mean not that people who review gear or anything like that should be lying about it but the kind of accepted thing is if you take a piece of review gear and you decide it sucks you just don't do the review you don't write a review
1: that says this sucks yeah, and they gave it to me for free right, when the manufacturer that, gives it to you yeah
0: that's crappy <laughs> So, you just kind of go, nope, sorry, and, you know, be helpful. Say, look, here's here's what I think is wrong with it. Like, make me right. a version no, 2. No
1: review is much better than a bad review.
0: Right, right. So And so, but we don't have to do that. Um, and so, let's get right into it, because here comes the Pedal Genie segment. Kapow. Derek, give me the rundown on Pedal Genie.
1: Pedal Genie is like the Netflix for guitar pedals, so... You rent every pedal you want for one low monthly price, $34.95 a month, but your first month is only a buck. And that includes Are there late fees? There are not. There are no time limits. There are no late fees. Shipping's included to and from for 35 bucks. Pretty cool. And you get to try out all this awesome gear for as long as you want. So all this like awesome expensive gear for as long as you want. I mean, so some of these pedals are not cheap, mind you. So you can hang on to it. You can Write a song with it. You can record it. You can take it on the road. You can do whatever you want mm-hmm. and keep it as long as you want. Send it back whenever you feel like. It's the best.
0: <laughs> a it's, seemingly limitless list of pedals from dozens of yes. manufacturers.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next up for me, I'm getting a thing from uh, Walrus Audio, my first uh, oh, I introduction to yet. Walrus Audio. Yeah. But yeah, so Barefoot Effects, Dunlop, Empress, EHX, Catalan Bread, Moor, what a weird name, huh? Moor.
0: Yeah. Are you sure that isn't mower? Mower,
1: mower maybe. M-O-O-E-R. Yeah. They make those little tiny nano pedals for really, really cheap.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: So that I'll are that very out. comparable to their uh, large yeah. brothers. But uh, yeah, so they send you one at a time. You keep it as long as you want. And it's awesome. And we are loving it.
0: Yeah. You can go just, to... Uh, oh, no, sorry. No, no, I'm, oh, doing, no, this no. Oh, yeah, do I'm doing this first.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm doing this first. Uh, I'm not going to stop you. We can go
0: to pedalgenie.com slash tone control, and that way they know you heard about it from us, and you can put together your wish list, and once you get at least 10, right? Is it 10 or 11? At least 10 or 11 pedals on there. You'll be so drooling and frothing at the mouth about this that you won't be able to contain yourself, and then you'll sign up and you'll activate your account. That wish list will go into full activation mode and they're going to start sending you pedals. It's going to be great.
1: They they said, yeah, you know, add 10 or 11. <laughs> 30 pedals later, right. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Precisely.
0: <laughs> Sitting at the kitchen table with my laptop open, clicking away. My wife's like, what are you doing? Yeah, add this. Nothing, Can I, nothing, we should any. just tell
1: them what we don't want to get. I think that would be right, easier. Right. <laughs> just put a, put little X's next to the ones we don't care about or we've already tried. Yeah. So, so you want uh, to go first? What do you got? Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go first. Oh. <laughs> put it this way. Did, did you like yours? I loved it.
0: Okay, then I'm going first. (laughs) Okay. I I got the Dark Matter Distortion from TC Electronic. Now, I like TC. Their pedals are are well-made and a great value because they're not very expensive. Traditionally, digital pedals, right? I mean, do they make any that have actual analog circuits in them that you know about?
1: Not that I know of, but they were the first—not the first, but they were one of the early— like digital manufacturers, yeah. so they really know their uh, shit.
0: Oh, and they're they're not just in guitar pedals either. I
1: mean, they make... Oh, no, they do studio gear. All and, kinds, all of, kinds stuff, of stuff, and
0: it's really, really nice. Um This distortion I did not find to be particularly interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Um It's pretty dark. I mean, it's probably a sound that I don't particularly like, for one thing, but it's, I mean, it's a fine... It's fine at producing this sound. But basically, you've got... Your gain and level. It's got a voice switch, which has a little mid boost, which I couldn't—I could hardly hear what Mm -hmm. it was doing. And then it's got a bass knob and a treble knob, which have a detent at the top, so they have a zero position because those are active tone controls. So you can—that's
1: like the uh, the Mojo Mojo overdrive I have from them. Sure, right,
0: right. So this is a similar uh, TC tone stack, basically. So you can turn both the bass and treble down, and you'll be left with just a mid range, that sort of thing. Um. So I mean, it's it's fine. It's just not a particularly exciting sound for me. I would have liked to have something more. um, Oh, I don't know. I just thought it was a little boring. (laughs) But there's probably there's probably people for whom like you could go out and find demos of this pedal and like if you love the sound of this distortion, it's a really great. Uh, way to get it you're gonna have a pedal that's gonna last forever and be true bypass and sound great for a long long time and and be Mm. not that much money i mean honestly if you like the sound of this pedal like be sure that this is a good company
1: so oh definitely
0: so that's basically my my review is this pedal is not interesting to me but tc is still a great company and uh if you like the sound of it it's a great buy
1: Right, right. I've played one of those here and there, but a buddy of ours has one. Mm-hmm. And whenever I step on it, it's like this pedals it's it's very on or off, I think it's it still has like good dynamics, I think, but mm-hmm. because that technology is getting better all the yeah. time. but it's it's just a loud rip and distortion pedal, yeah,
0: you know? it's right. It's pretty gainy. um it's not like totally take your head off, but it's definitely like you better be playing some hard rock or some new metal or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they've got another distortion pedal, which I think is higher gain, which would probably pick up where that leaves off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think in the order of gain, it goes the Mojo Mojo. The, uh, what is it, Dark Matter? Dark Matter, yep. And then I think it's called the Rottweiler distortion. Oh,
0: that sounds about right, yeah. It it has a lot of kind of thick low end, and I found that even when I turn the bass knob all the way down, it... um, I mean it still had a pretty thick bottom. Like whatever hmm. whatever sound you know, the, shaping it was doing wasn't quite what I was expecting.
1: It's interesting you say that because I remember feeling the same way. Yeah. When it, I just you know, was jamming on the one I our buddy has. But um not it, a bad one. It pedal, might sound
0: unbelievable pedal. through like a full stack or like one mm-hmm. of those guitar rigs with fifteen inch speakers or something. Like if you want one of those tones where you're actually pushing some bass frequencies, which is not That's what a good I'm point. into. Um Maybe you're in a band without a bass player and you got room in the mix for that. This might be a a good good pedal for you.
1: Worth checking out. Yeah. So, what'd you have? So, I had the Earthquaker Devices Dispatch Master, which we talked about, I think, was it the NAM episode or just some other episode? (laughs) How could I possibly remember what we talked about on the NAM episode? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So, this was coming to me. after the Ghost Echo, which we talked about last time, yeah, as you know, it was a so two, that was a modified spring reverb. Right two Earthquakers and two reverbs right in a row. Oh yeah. So the Dispatch Master is a digital delay and reverb, like a hall reverb, built into one pedal. Hmm. And once I turned it on, I was like, "Why isn't everyone making this pedal?" <laughs> <laughs> because it makes so much sense. It's it's the perfect combination of two sounds that. Go so well together in one, one pedal, super. It's so the the delay is like I said, it's a digital delay, but it's voiced to be like a really warm repeat, so it almost sounds kind of tubey, mm-hmm. uh, and it will not self oscillate. Okay, which I thought was kind of an interesting choice, but once you have everything cranked to ten. You understand why. (laughs) Well, the reverb
0: is going to be taking up a lot of space, I
1: expect. Yeah. So I I didn't really, I couldn't find out how long the reverb actually decays for, but it's this really huge cavernous Mm -hmm. hall sound. Um, It does, you know that song Night Diving from Thrice? Yeah. Sounds like that. Sounds like playing guitar in an ocean underwater yeah Yeah. (laughs) cool it's it's great for that like ambient stuff for that like spacious but complex complex sound stuff uh it does pink floyd perfectly Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, so and you can turn the reverb all the way off or the delay all the way off and have just the other if you want if you just want a regular regular reverb or regular So delay. how's the
0: controls on this? Are multiple switches? So, okay, so
1: I don't have it with me. I sent it back already, but it's mm. um it's got four knobs. It's let's see, it's mix, reverb, uh time and repeats. Okay. So you can increase the reverb but like back off the mix. So the mix is versa. the delay mix. The mix is is both sounds how affected how into your dry oh. signal they are.
0: And then the reverb is the how much reverb you're adding into the delay that is being mixed. Right. So in signal. the
1: order of your signal you you go into the pedal and then you hit the delay and then you hit the reverb. Mhm. So when when your delay repeats each attack of the delay sound is getting in is being thrown into the reverb. So right. you get the like the the sound of reverb on every repeat, which is great. Yeah. I think the other way around it would kind of disappear. It might. So yeah. It's so cool though. I had a really hard time sending it back. Um, <laughs> it would, I have a EHX memory toy mm-hmm. on my little pedal board for, for home here, uh, which is just a little analog delay. You know, it's just really no frills. I would replace it in a minute with this thing. It's so cool. <laughs> Sweet. The o- only thing I wish it had, which would just, it would only increase the price and the footprint of it. I wish it had a tap tempo
0: uh, yep.
1: and and maybe some other, just some like other tweaks here and there. Cause I found the time knob, the delay knob to be a little sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough to really dial in the time you want with just a knob. Um, maybe it's just cause I'm not used to that. Cause I always yeah, use tap tempo.
0: But you don't, you don't want to do that. I mean, that's, that's tough to play in music. Like unless you're only going to be using very, very short repeats or something like that. Like,
1: or very long repeats that don't have a time, kind of.
0: I suppose because like, if, if you have
1: the repeats up, if you have the repeats low in the mix and lots of reverb, yeah, all it all it does is basically increase the reverb. It at just kind of
0: smears the reverb out longer and longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so that would be that would be the dispatch master's big brother would would be to put a tap tempo on that thing.
1: Yeah, I think it would just be kind of a convenience thing for yeah. me. That's all, but. Otherwise, it's the perfect pedal. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it would be um, able to take the place of a lot of delay sounds. If it had a tap tempo, yeah. it, it would be able to be put into a lot of songs that maybe it can't be if it's just being used as that sort of splashy
1: space effect. I mean, you could still... If you're into just standard delays with just a time knob, mm-hmm. then great. Yeah. A lot of people are. Um, I just... I prefer the... Uh, oh, we're playing a little fast this time. You know, tap it in. Right. The, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But really great pedal. If I had to choose between this and the Ghost Echo, I would definitely choose the Dispatch Master. Mm-hmm. Way, uh, way less noise. Sure. Than the, the well, Ghost Well, because it's, it's digital. Right. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. I loved it.
0: Good. What's the price tag on that?
1: Uh, that's a great question. Hang on.
0: <laughs> Please hold.
1: Clickety-clackety-clack. Type to type. One eighty-five. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I I think it's worth it. Yep. Yeah. And you Definitely thought the
0: Ghost Echo was a little pricey for what it was. Was that the same price? I don't think it was the same price. I think it was cheaper, but you had the feeling that it maybe
1: didn't justify its price tag. That's right. Yeah, one sixty-five for the Ghost Echo. Yeah. So twenty more bucks, you get delay in this mix. You know. Hmm. I think it's worth it. It was awesome. I, I would seriously consider buying one. Seriously. If I have it seriously, if I haven't said that enough already. <laughs> seriously. Seriously.
0: Seriously. Well, we can say all this stuff and talk about these pedals not because we get them as demo models, but because Pedal Genie is awesome and we get to try out pedals all the time and find out what we love and what we don't love and we're beholden to no manufacturers. And mm-hmm. we can tell you all about the ones, even if we're not that fond of them, because of PedalGenie.com. And you can go to PedalGenie.com slash Tone Control, and that'll let them know you heard about it from us, and uh, you can build your wish list, figure out what pedals you'd like to try, and uh, we know pretty soon you're just going to not be able to contain yourself anymore, and you're going to have to activate your account. The first month's <laughs> just a dollar, so it won't hurt very much. Uh, yep. And then it's a, it's not expensive after that, only thirty-four ninety-nine. Or ninety five? Are they doing ninety five?
1: I think it's ninety five.
0: <laughs> Thirty four ninety five
1: a month. That's okay though.
0: After your first month, which is only a dollar, check it out. It'll be worth your while.
1: Do we have? Uh, I sent you a sound from the dispatch master.
0: Oh. Um, then let's You're... just pretend I already know that and have already put it in. <laughs> so we've <kind> of got. <laughs> hey Justin, look in your Dropbox. You idiot.
1: You big dummy!
0: <laughs> you big doofus! Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we'll we'll close out. We'll hear uh, Derek's. What do we want to call it? Did you uh, write it? Did you play the song?
1: No, I was just that <laughs> was just jamming a little. He's play,
0: it. Plays, we'll play a little clip from the Dismat, dispatch master.
1: Thanks to Pedal Genie for their sponsorship.
0: Yay. Boy, that kind of fell apart
1: at the end, huh? I just really yeah, lost it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I was just letting you go.
0: <laughs> it's like,
1: he'll bring it back around.
0: He'll figure it out one day. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, what's up next in the news? Fenda. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that was actually their name? <laughs> Fenda. <laughs> that's how we all have to say it from now on. Uh. So, Fender reclaimed
0: wood guitars. How beautiful is this?
1: Aren't they nice looking? Ah, so pretty. Yeah, so Fender reclaimed wood guitars, strats and Tellys made from old growth pine and redwood salvaged from across the U.S. Wow. This is a lot cooler to me than the Gibson government series.
0: Yeah, Well, I mean, yeah,
1: yes. (laughs) Like, if we're we're talking about reclaimed wood, this is what we should be talking about.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this wasn't illegally cut down. This was used for something, and then it stopped being used for that, so they just cut a telly body out of an old pine floorboard.
1: Right, so they they got this stuff um, from, like, old barns and and all just, like, this cool old, all these cool old structures across the country. Yeah. so they've got a Strat and a Telly made from eastern pine, which is very reminiscent of early Fender prototypes made from the same wood. So mm-hmm. like if you go back and look at um, really early broadcaster prototypes before they changed the name, mm-hmm. uh, those were usually made of pine. If they had the snake head, headstock, really fat, no truss rod style, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those were made of pine. Um, that wood came from Michigan, I believe, and they're also making a Strat made from redwood, found in California.
0: This strat uh, that, that too was has in a, a bound neck.
1: It's the same like American Deluxe or whatever they call it, Yeah, uh, the channel bound fingerboard. Uh, it's beautiful. I love it's I like love the, the grain the on that.
0: It looks so good.
1: Yeah. Uh, So these guitars all have the really nice pro and select series features like a compound radius, locking tuners, channel-bound fingerboards, like I said. Mm -hmm. One of them's got a rosewood neck on the pine strat. You can get a solid rosewood neck on that. Wow. Oh, really cool guitars. This is what Gibson should have done with their government series is made really high-quality guitars. like really Not that they're not high-quality, but make really high-profile guitars.
0: Yeah, instead of just trying to get rid
1: of them. Instead of a Les Paul studio in a in a finish where you can't see the wood, yeah, <laughs> in an ugly finish. Right. Uh, anyway, um, so these are twenty six hundred bucks MSRP. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. w- what do you think retail? Twenty one hundred.
0: Yeah, I mean that. What's that? Just kind of a hair above what they'd be if they weren't from this other wood. If they were sort of the normal wood version of yeah, these guitars. Yeah, I think
1: so. Oh, it's the uh, the two Eastern Pine models uh, date back to 1868, Mm. and the uh, Redwood Strat dates back to 1933. Wow, so so cool! Like these are the cool kind of projects that I I'm really into that Fender does. You know, really really cool stuff. And they're not like vintage spec or anything like that. They're just like brand new. Yeah, they're just making guitars. All the new hardware. Great stuff. Check them out. So anyway, speaking of TC again they they have done it again. Uh they released four new mini pedals. Oh, these
0: are these look like the the okay, so these are just recreations of <laughs> I
1: flabbergasted. Oh, oh what, it's oh, so cute. Oh,
0: it's like so wee. They're so wee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the little offset jacks. Uh anyway, so yeah, so they it looks like uh Small little versions of circuits that they already make as full-size pedals.
1: You are correct. So the TC Mini line already consists of the Hall of Fame Mini Reverb. Uh, Hall of Fame Reverb Mini?
0: Hmm. That's the, the one-knob <laughs> reverb, right?
1: Yep. That basically, uh, it's just the a spark, tone print right, yeah.
0: vehicle. Uh,
1: yep. The Spark Booster, uh, the Ditto Looper, and the Polytune Mini. Mm-hmm. So to that, they've added the Flashback Delay for $120. The Corona Chorus, Shaker Vibrato, and Vortex Flanger each for a hundred dollars, which wow. I think is an awesome price. It is. Um, I mean, these I mean, things, things are, are great.
0: More or less the same. Okay, so I've hold on as I lean away from my microphone. I've uh, I've got my TC Flashback right here, this delay mm-hmm. pedal, um, and it looks like. This mini one has got everything except, okay, so it doesn't have the subdivision switch, and it doesn't have the, like, effect type switch. Like, you know, whether it's the 2290 or tape, or it has, like, ping pong, slap, reverse, loop, Mm -hmm. and then tone print mode. So it sounds like this thing is forever in tone print mode.
1: Uh, right, so it ships with the twenty two ninety, which is mm-hmm. the TC basic digital delay. Yeah, but then you can either use the iPhone or Android app to beam tone prints to these pedals, or they have a little USB port above the power right. jack. You can use Tone and Print
0: Editor to create your own tone prints, and basically yes, that takes can. the place of this knob.
1: Right, rad. Uh, I think you can fit something ridiculous like ten of these on a pedal train mini. if you think about that yeah um i i have three of these like in full size i've got the the flashback x4 and then the corona chorus and vortex flanger the
0: flashback x4 is more than full size i have the full size
1: (laughs) right i have the extra full size you have the like triple wide i have the double xl yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and the the flanger and the chorus i both really i really like both those pedals um if you know something like the flanger i pretty much always leave it in a certain mode yeah and th- this is a much more pedalboard friendly size
0: and economical
1: right at 100 bucks i think the original was 140 mm-hmm. i don't know now that's not to say the one i have is humongous but uh i mean how how much smaller would you say these are like 25%
0: um well let's see they're Sorry, the
1: switches. Look at the foot switch. That's the same size.
0: I would say. I mean, they're shorter, so they're probably about seventy-five percent as tall, right? Yeah, and half as wide. Sure, would be my guess. Maybe a little more than half as wide. So, they're real small.
1: If you're familiar with the Ditto Looper, yeah, it's that size. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I mean these are all they're just the uh the same effects basically.
0: Right, cuz TC's like we said they they're working in the digital domain, so mm-hmm. they're not they're able to squeeze these pedals down into real small sizes um and you're not they're not actually sacrificing parts or tone or anything like that. Like this is the same high quality sound. Um the controls are what you're sacrificing a little bit of, but with their tone print system like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, and nice and cheap. I mean, if you're if you're like, I just need a tape plange, that's it. Yep. I just leave it on all the time. I'm really interested
0: in that in the Hall of Fame reverb because Me too, I actually. figure I'd be I, I mean, who knows? Maybe we could even tone print things to it that have pre delays in them, you know, and and be able ah, to make yeah. fancy you, reverbs like that.
1: Really exciting. <laughs> really good value. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised they did the Shaker vibrato. I didn't realize that was a popular uh pedal. Is I, it? I think I think vibrato sounds stupid in a pedal.
0: <laughs> so it's a it's a real like it it it
1: uh, wobbles your pitch. It's a, yep. Wow. That's yeah. ballsy. I don't want that in a pedal. <laughs> I, I mean, used may- that in a mix for the like, other day. Really? Yeah. I put a little. I was
0: using uh, tremolo, and then I put a little bit, bit of a vibrato, in a guitar solo, sort of like automating this. Um,
1: the only time I really effect. want vibrato is like maybe a little bit in the repeats. Of an analog, or an old, like, vintage Echo. Okay. But, yeah. but not that much. And otherwise, I would use it extremely, on a very extreme setting, to have a very deliberate effect. Yeah. But you can get that sort of with a chorus pedal, also.
0: A really slow, if you, if you, shallow well, chorus? If you,
1: no, if you, actually, a fast, deep chorus.
0: <laughs> but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't sound like a wobbling pitch, would it? With a... With a chorus? The,
1: well, the the Corona Chorus can. It'll hmm. it'll detune, but um, I don't know. I just haven't found a real... like. Oh, man, it makes it sound like,
0: like uh, old Zelda 2. Sounds like... Yeah. Does, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like
0: old Nintendo Zelda 2. With a little... Shake nerves and rattle brains, <laughs> they say. That's what... Anyway, that's what vibrato pedals always sound like to me.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, check those out. TC Electronic Mini Pedals.
0: Pocket-sized giants. Hey, so are we on the last one? Yep. Last news item. So, this, Derek, you almost didn't add this.
1: I almost didn't. Almost didn't. Sent you a message earlier today, and I was like, "Do we have too much stuff?"
0: No, nah, we got it. We can do it. Out of this stock just came already. Of, just
1: recently. Oh my god! <laughs> already really? out
0: of stock from Earthquaker Devices. It's the Palisades. Mega ultimate maximum overdrive classic, because what's <laughs> in a name? <laughs> so yeah, okay. I read
1: that, and all I thought was that the uh, the dog meme. Such wow! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so much overdrive. Yeah.
0: So, but this this turns out to be a pretty uh, awesome pedal. Um, not yeah, cheap. I think so. Coming in at two forty nine ninety five from Earthquaker Devices, but they've basically what this is. It's Earthquaker finally getting on board and making themselves a Tube Screamer clone. What? Another Tube Screamer clone? How boring. But wait, they've put every possible Tube Screamer clone com- parts combination ever made into one pedal.
1: So this, Like all the really common mods that yeah. people do to their, to their TS-808s. Yeah, like all the different pedal. versions.
0: Like, There's a bunch of different like releases of that pedal from different manufacturers, and each one is going to have slightly different filters and things like that on well, it.
1: Well, even Ibanez has a dozen, a dozen different models. There you go. You know?
0: So here we've got a double-wide pedal. Uh, it's basically got a voice setting, which is a um, rotary switch that chooses between six different modes. There's five, basically five different clipping diodes and one that has no diode whatsoever, so it's wide open um that changes the voicing of the pedal and then there's uh, a bandwidth which is also a five position
1: six position
0: six po- I only see the bandwidth I only see five anyway it's a it's a rotary switch the six positions oh, wait, no. on the voice. I'm sorry
1: the voice one is six yeah. that one's five yeah yeah okay. so
0: bandwidth is a five position and those are just that that's the input capacitor so that is the filtering off of your low end and different versions of the Tube Screamer had different low-end filters. Um, This one, basically, the 1 is the thinnest, the 5 is the most full-range and bassy, and you kind of can tailor that to your guitar and your amp and find the sweet spot for your overdrive. Um, It's got your tone knob, your volume knob. So boost volume and tone, which is the typical controls for a Tube Screamer. There's also a gain A and B, so they put two different... uh, Two different gain stages, basically. Gain A is like a lower gain with a wider range, so you can get... Well, you're the your lower gain side, and then you switch it's to... It's a smoother,
1: like, overdrive Right, and then gain B yeah.
0: is more high gain, and it's sort of a tighter sweep, um, so you can... You'd use that for, well, for higher gain stuff, and the knob behaves a little bit differently. Um, they've put a normal and a bright switch on it, which also you know that adds a whole nother if you think about it like that it yeah. doubles the combinations and then they've got uh buffer settings so they've got off buffer and on um off and on yeah, yeah so off and on I yeah. mean <laughs> I don't know why i read it like that so switch the buffer off and on uh in the pedal um it also has a a boost switch so you can basically turn on and off the boost for Ultimately, I mean I guess that means four different gain settings. Or I guess three gain settings at any particular time, right? Because you could be Yeah, I think so. Because you could boost A. Boost A or
1: B or not boost A or B. Yeah, that's four. (laughs) Yeah. So what did he what did he say in the demo video? Like he said something like there's four hundred and eighty different combinations between the switches and the rotary knobs and like the buffer and the boost and the everything, the high low, the or whatever they call it, normal bright. Yeah. It's Oh, <laughs>
0: it's wild. So for 250 bucks, um, you basically, this get, is a
1: pro guitar shop exclusive, by the way.
0: Ah, uh, okay. And already out of stock, but you get <laughs> as they always are, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. And the, the video, I mean, there's a demo video from pro guitar shop and, uh, and it sounds, you know, it sounds great. Lots of different combinations of tube screamer. Basically if you like tube screamer, but you don't want to pick the one that you like, <laughs> this would be great for the studio because Tube Screamer is a, a a killer tool for adding oh, to yeah. a sound. It's,
1: um, it's hugely popular pedal. Yeah. I mean, and everybody knows. Just being that, able to like,
0: like, but... dial in exactly the right combination for any amp and guitar that walks through the door.
1: Yep, what a great it's, idea! I mean, it, it sounds like it's got that really nice like smooth overdrive, but it also has. It can get pretty ripping. Yeah, it can get nice and loud and high gain. Oh, and pretty crazy
0: it, when he pulled that that um, input cap like all the way out. So he was getting yeah. all those bass tones. Like, it sounds ridiculous. It sounded like, it didn't sound like a Tube Screamer anymore to me. I mean, I've only played with a few, I think, so.
1: I think this sounds like m- way more than a Tube Screamer. Yeah. It's it's a, it's at its heart, probably, a Tube, well, definitely a Tube Screamer. Yeah. But I think you can really dial this in to just be better than any Tube Screamer out yeah. there. Just um, wild. It, it also runs uh, 9 to 18 volts, which is, Ugh. of course it does. You know, Delicious. I can't wait for Pedal Genie to get one of these. This is like the be-all, end-all yeah. of Tube Screamer It's the ultimate Tube Screamer pedals. situation. Yeah. So yeah, Earthquaker Devices, Palisades. Man, they are killing it lately. Mm-hmm. The, I've, the last couple of pedals from Pedal Genie have been from them. Amazing build quality. Yeah. They're they're great. Yeah. Ugh, so let's see. Setting one, no diodes. Most open and least distorted. Setting 2 is LED clipping, light clipping with lots of volume. 3, MOSFET, which is light gain overdrive with great harmonics. 4, asymmetrical silicon clipping, tighter and lighter gain. Tighter, lighter gain. Uh, closest to the stock 808.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 5 is symmetrical silicon clipping for a tighter distorted tone. Uh, six oh, how do I say this word? Shutkey. Um, S C H O T T K Y. Yeah, I
0: mean, he says it in the video, <laughs> so uh, I think he says it's and, shot key.
1: Yeah, shot key diode clipping for looser, fuzzy tone. This thing can do everything. Yep. Never spent any quality time with a tube screamer. It's a real
0: good. Um, it's a real good way to to fix a distortion that's not quite there on its own, like an amp distortion yeah. or
1: something. That's what I've always heard or seen it used as, like a it's going into a, a dirty amp or a slightly yeah. on the edge of breakup amp. Using I, I it think as a kind boost. of on its own, it's not as not as well known. <laughs> yeah,
0: on its own. Like I've never loved the sound of them by themselves. Um, but um always as as a piece of a t- of a greater tone, basically. Um right. it's a really good idea.
1: Right. Everybody uses them. I mean mm-hmm. They must use them for a reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good idea. It's not like your whole distortion tone. Like, if you're going for a big hard rock tone, you're not going to be using just this pedal. You're going to be driving an amp with it or something.
1: Yeah. Not uncommon to use it as like a boost for leads or anything. Yeah. Um, but this, this could very easily be your whole sound, I think. You could run this into a clean amp, and I bet it would sound incredible. Like, That's what they did in the demo. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah, it, it has like all all three of your gain sounds mm-hmm. on <laughs> right on one pedal. Rhythm, like chunkier rhythm, louder, and then yep. lead. Cool, cool. All right. Cool.
0: Hey. So that's hey. we're we're coming to the end of our tale here. Yeah. Another fifteen in the bag. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh that was pretty good. I mean, you, you were we were a little worried we, we had more a little more news than we've had for the last few episodes but shoot we got yeah. through it in
1: an hour didn't we yep I'm just at an hour now yeah
0: so, so. we're doing good everything everything turned out fine
1: the listeners Always.
0: better be happy god <laughs> this podcast would be great if it weren't for the damn listeners
1: <laughs> we secretly love them <laughs> <laughs> I should uh, really cut this all out I gotta get a bell I need a little reset <laughs> bell reset bell <laughs> all uh, Roderick on the line yeah.
0: <laughs> well no that one was good and we're not sick anymore and I feel like we we did a much better job I really felt yeah. crappy about that last episode
1: I did too <laughs> I hope we didn't chase everybody I, off I really apologize for that everybody <laughs> so anyway um, this episode of the Tone Control is brought to you by Pedal Genie all your pedal wishes granted head to pedalgenie.com make a wish list and sign up for just a buck Just a buck Just a buck (laughs) It's less than a cup of coffee Yeah you could get a Dispatch Master For like a month for less than a cup of coffee Wow You could get a Strymon like Mobius or Timeline
0: Yep Which is
1: like $500 pedal for less than a cup of coffee (laughs) You could I
0: just don't know what your problem is If you aren't trying it out What's wrong with you? I mean what am I supposed to do with that? Don't be a jerk go sign up God, Idiot (laughs) Idiot! <laughs> Idiot! hey so we're let's let's Did see we just
1: call all the listeners idiots? we've been
0: harassing them for several minutes <laughs> hey you know what uh, if any of you our... are still out there uh we love an itunes <laughs> review <laughs> just that would just make our day so go uh go to the, the itunes page You can find us if wherever you found us, find us at different spots like Facebook. If you found us on Facebook, find us at a different spot like Twitter. You know, just just
1: find. I'll keep this going. If you found us on Twitter, find us at a different spot. spot, There's a Reddit. Reddit.
0: For God's sake, I mean, (laughs) yeah, come on.
1: Oh, you know what? I probably should have checked the Reddit before we started this. Oh, are there any questions?
0: questions? Here, here it is, right now. Real time.
1: Wait, I gotta (laughs) check Facebook too. (gasps) Oh, I bet there's none. We gotta cut all this out. Wait, hang on. i got to log cut, in. Cut all this oh, out. God. I'm, so, I'm so nervous. Come on, log in. Go. Go. None. None. Zero. Did you do... No is that questions. Reddit you did? That's Reddit. Hang on. Facebook's being a bitch.
0: I feel like I would have gotten alerts if we got ah, something on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Although I can tell you that John Lindsay liked my link that we're doing episode 15. Hey, John.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: All right. So scratching all of that... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um, no but seriously uh, the Tone Control is on Twitter at the Tone Control and we're on Facebook do we have a facebook.com slash the Tone Control that would be it do we have one of those all right yeah we do it's true it's true you can send us an email at ToneControlShow at gmail.com and you can go to ToneControlShow.com and see all the in-between stuff although if you're following one of those other things I mean you're basically I mean most of this gets
1: shared to everything doesn't it
0: Uh. (laughs) Better follow there's all of them or you'll miss it.
1: Better follow all of them because there's some exclusive love on each. So all right, everybody's got to so look at something different. Also, as of today, there is officially an RSS link on the uh, the website. Yes. So tone control show tone what tone <laughs> Huh. Yep. And find that if you're not using iTunes. Yeah.
0: Um. Because obviously we don't. You don't have to use iTunes to listen to the show. We were just being jerks. So. We've provided an RSS link, so you can copy that into whatever kind of podcast scooper-upper you're using. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Pretty right. All right. No, it was a pretty good I'm episode. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Pretty good. Except for that ending where we yelled at all of our yeah. listeners for a little <laughs> while and made fun of them. That was not probably great.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, um, next time we can apologize.
0: Yeah. Well, the next episode <laughs> is dedicated to the listeners. You're
1: looking Can you at me. you hear the crickets you're outside? You're looking
0: blankly at me. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's just for you is Isn't that there. why
1: we do this? No, we talk about this stuff anyway. We just yeah. decided to shout about it on the internet. Some
0: people started <laughs> listening. We kind of didn't change, so.
1: Um, we've been dragging this out for a while. Yeah. I feel like we always drag out the ending a lot.
0: Yeah, but I, let, uh, I fade the music in, you know, and make it all cool. I know,
1: but there's only so much music to fade in.
0: I know. All right. All right. All right. I'll take a hint. You want you want out of my life?
1: No, I... Look, we've got a whole post show to do that nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pick a name. Yep,
0: that's right. And then stick it
1: at the we, beginning we, we like gotta, we thought of it before. We gotta do all the beginning stuff at the end. Yep. Breaking the fourth wall here, kids. Yeah.
0: Tearing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's let's call it. It's done.
1: Yeah. It's done. All right.
0: signing out. Goodbye. Goodbye.